to another episode of your favorite podcast, The Apollo Bros. I'm your host, KJ Majority. We got Tempo in the building, as usual. And what is up, y'all? I just want to give y'all a friendly reminder that we drop every Thursday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, we dropped this shit like clockwork, baby. We haven't missed a single week. We haven't laid a couple times, but that was because of like Miss Rona and technical issues. But we have always dropped at Thursday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So just make sure you know you give us a listen. Don't forget about when we drop, all right? And before we get started with the show, I got to yell at Tempo because Tempo's being mad selfish and won't give me a godchild. Oh, he's on this bullshit. If you've listened to the show, you already know how I feel about children. So there's no, like, him trying to persuade me to give him a godchild. It's not going to work. Like, Listen here. here. You know how easy it would be? All you got to do is just nut in in somebody's daughter, right? Consent, obviously. And just just give me a godchild, bro. I don't even care if it's a goddaughter, godson. I don't care, bro. I just want a godchild. It's not that hard. Just give me a godchild. You're just washing over the fact that, like, it's another human life within this life. And in the middle of an epidemic, how selfish are you to ask for a godchild in the middle? No, you're being really selfish, all right? Your best friend is asking you of this. I don't ask for much, bro. I really don't. I don't ask Mm. for much. All I asked for you to do is to give me a godchild. That's all I wanted. That's all I want. Yo, you're going to have to go down your list of, like, people (laughs) you would be god father for because like I, i'm just not having a child so it's just like that's kind of just out of the mix not not that not that you wouldn't be a godfather it's just more so the child has to exist yeah so just make them exist no 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 that's that's all you gotta do is nothing somebody you just gotta nothing somebody bro Prefer- that's not it's definitely not that simple it is that simple preferably a black woman you know but you, i don't care either way it it's not it's not a no no I'm good I'm good that and I don't want children I didn't ask you what you wanted I said I want a a, a oh, godchild oh, okay we're on that energy so guys we're gonna get started with the- <laughs> <laughs> whatever don't dismiss me motherfucker all right <laughs> so as y'all know starting the show off we have our first segment which is what's popping which is our current event and pulp culture segment. And starting right off, we got to talk about uh, Doja Cat. Doja Cat has gotten a visit from Miss Rona. She revealed on a talk show that she has she has gotten the coronavirus, and mad people are making hella jokes about it because apparently in March, when you know when you know the pandemic first hit, she had said, and I quote, "I'm gonna get Corona, then I'm gonna get a Corona because I don't give a fuck about Corona, bitch." End quote. <laughs> So mad people are roasting her because it was like, well, you got your Corona. Where, where's your Where's your beer at? Where, where your beer at, bro? Just L after L. You ever seen like somebody like step in mud, but not like step out of it? They just stepped <laughs> into more mud. That's kind of what she's doing. Was this like a? This was. I'm assuming this is like a virtual talk show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, she she was you know in her room or apartment. Well, not apartment. Probably like some uh, bullshit. Yeah, no, nah, because she could keep all of that shit to her damn self. 
Yeah, she um, thinks she got it from when she ordered Postmates because she said she hasn't been around anyone. So she thinks she probably got it from either from like the driver or maybe it was like on the food or something. I don't know. It is possible. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if the virus is that that contagious. But well, if if she didn't do contactless delivery and she like went up to the guy and oh, yeah, grabbed no, it from that, him or her. Yeah, that's um, yeah, that makes it's, it's possible. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, all jokes aside, I hope, you know, she does well. I hope, you know, she recovers. Because when she was on the talk show, she said that it was about, like, four days of symptoms and she was really scared. And she seemed to be doing a lot better. So I'm assuming that she's either recovered or on her way to recovery. So, like, all jokes aside, like, I hope she's she's good. Yeah, same same here. I, I do hope she's, like, okay. Karma's a bitch. But I do hope she's okay. <laughs> yeah, I... I hope that after her experiences with her only clans page and this, that she'll start, you know, calming the fuck down <laughs> and she, just chilling. Bro, I don't think she will though, because she's already bringing up. Like we had, we had this discussion where like she still brings it up and she still like feels some type of way about it. So I don't really think like she's gonna change her way. Like it doesn't really show any like reflection. I know, but I'm just, I don't know, bro. Maybe maybe she'll wise up because last week I was real tight. So I was like, I don't understand why you're bringing this up again. Like, we, we done moved on. That happened in May. It's now July. Yeah. All right. So we got to talk about Drea Michelle. So Drea Michelle was on a podcast called Glock Topics. And they were talking about, you know, everything that's going on with Megan Thee Stallion and Tory Lanez. And she pretty much said that it was like a Bobby and Whitney situation. And she wished she had a nigga who loved her so much that he try to shoot her in the car so she wouldn't leave and and even the host like the podcast host was like he like she made a comment and he was like you know don't do that don't like don't leave it to be and she still talked like she still said her two cents and he was like well <laughs> you just went viral I-, I hope you know that and she looked like she didn't care right who so of course this, she like who is this person she's a model and she's What's also on she's also on basketball wives so she has no relevance pretty much she's like a c-list celebrity and so <laughs> so of course everybody named mama you know was dragging her because it's like yo what the hell's wrong with you like megan is she even went on twitter and said how she's like freaking traumatized so she and she made a joke about domestic abuse like bringing up like bobby, bobby whitney. whitney like that was literally like the worst comparison and like just bringing it up in general because nobody you've never heard anybody else really bring that up like that and, and then say, like, too, I want to, I want to love like that. Like, yeah, that's like, weird. Yo, that's off. And then second of all, then you want to like relate it to being shot in the foot. Like, that's a positive thing. And there was, bro, this whole sentence could have like just been deleted. Like, just delete whole the whole thing, thing. Her whole thing is that, you know, she wants somebody to love her that much that like they get into an argument and she's trying to storm off and he threatens to kill her practically that's not love sis like you you no, need therapy toxic. if you think that's like <laughs> yeah no that's 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 like toxic the situation you're building is toxic the mindset behind it is toxic yeah, just... everything about it is toxic so of course everybody named mama was dragging her because it's like bro megan has been very very public about how she's not cool with the jokes and she's very traumatized and i want to say probably the next day after the shit was aired drea michelle tweeted Truly don't glorify domestic violence. I was trying to say I just love me deeply. But while trying to be funny, I offended many, including Meg. And I'm sorry. End tweet. And (laughs) Meg responded with this tweet. 
Dumb bitch, that shit ain't fucking funny. Who the fuck jokes about getting shot by a nigga? Now, I don't under... First of all, this is not even a real apology. Like, she's pretty much just like, oh, I was just making a joke. Y'all need to calm the fuck down. I'm so sorry. Like, it, it comes off very, like, dismissive. It really... And, it, it was extremely dismissive. And she's like, oh, I'm not glorifying domestic violence. Yes, you are. You literally said you wanted a... You want to love, like, Bobby and Whitney. And we all know that was a very abusive situation. So, yes, you're glorifying domestic violence. Bro, it's just a... I, I don't know, bro, why, like, it is one of those why situations for me. You already know what you were saying was, like, pretty edgy. The host of like, the podcast warned you, like, yo, don't, just shut up, don't say nothing. <laughs> like, damn, like, you know, you know, you know how free it is to mind the business that pays you? Like, you literally didn't have to say not a goddamn word about the situation. Like, no one was like, yo, I wonder what Drea Michelle thinks about what's going on with Megan Thee Stallion and Tory Lanez. Like, ain't nobody in their mama ever asked that question. Why? Because nobody cares. No one wanted your goddamn opinion. You want to put your damn, you want to be in the Kool-Aid, but don't know the goddamn flavor. Like, bro, this has nothing to do with you. Yo, for real. And I've never heard anybody use that saying before, but... Oh, that's pretty... a KJ original, all right? Uh, I've I never heard that you... bad boy. Yo, it's crazy. I've known you for years and never heard you say that, but I, I, I fuck with it. Because anytime... Because, bro, it used to... Because anytime a situation like this happens and someone's all up in someone else's business, I'm always saying, like, yo, you want to be all up in the Kool-Aid, but you don't even know the flavor. Meaning, you in everybody's business, but you don't even know what's going on. Like, you wasn't there... You, I don't know if her and, and Megan Thee Stallion were, like, cool before this. But either way, you weren't there. No one was asking, like, damn, I wonder what Drea Michelle thinks about this. Like, yo, you could have just kept your two cents to yourself. Yeah, most definitely. It would have been better off for you if you had done that. And, like, that's why I asked, what, what was her relevancy? Because, like, it's just, like, people who, who want to be relevant, like, just be blurting out whatever the fuck. I had to look up who the fuck she was. I, I really didn't know. Like, I knew she would, had to be someone, you know, someone re- relevant for everyone to yeah. drag her. But I didn't know, like, if she was, like, an actress, if she was a model or something. She's an actress. Mm-hmm. She's been in, like, a couple of stuff. But she's best known for being in Basketball Wives. And apparently, I couldn't – I someone tweeted that she lost her deal with Fenty because of everything that happened. Yeah, she did. I, that I saw. <laughs> yeah. So – and it's ironic because Rihanna and Savage Fenty sent – like a little care package to Megan to pretty much just like, yo, we're here for you. You're not alone. We love you and we support you. So it's real funny. If you just kept your goddamn mouth quiet and kept your damn opinions to yourself, you would still have your multi-million dollar deal. But you want to be dumb and just keep talking out your goddamn gums. And I look at you. Look at you. You lost a good-ass deal. Like, I'm pretty sure she's not going to go broke because of this. But... You lost you lost yourself millions of dollars. That how and like, I would be rep- pissed. Repability, like you're working. You would have been working with Fenty, and who doesn't know what Fenty is? So like, like she had the perfect opportunity to not only support Megan, but also talk about like everything that's wrong with domestic violence. And she did the exact fucking opposite. We've seen we've seen a bunch of people do this bullshit though. So. I'm not like even if, even if you don't really care about Megan, you had a perfect opportunity to to propel yourself forward, especially since you like you know you work for a makeup brand that's working with her. So y'all could have done like fucking Photoshop photo shoots together and whatnot. But no, you wanted to be dumb and want to be like, oh, I want to love like that. I want a nigga to shoot me in the foot. Like, what's wrong with you? Like, who the fuck says that? Dumbass. That's who. 
But speaking of Megan, we got to talk about how she addressed everything that happened on her IG live yesterday. So pretty much she was just thanking God that, you know, the bullet didn't hit any bone, any major arteries, you know, where the bullets hit her was pretty much like perfect. Like, you know, no one wants to get shot, but if you were to get shot, she got shot in like the perfect place, pretty much. Not perfect, like non-lethal place. Yeah, non-lethal, not perfect as in like. Like it was perfect opportunity for her to get shot. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I, I just, <laughs> I know what you mean, but just for like people listening verification, I was like, let me. Let me Tempo was like, let me make sure KJ don't get canceled <laughs> by accident. <laughs> yeah, that's my biggest fear, bro. My biggest fear is getting canceled by accident. Like I meant one thing, but it was interpreted by another. Um, but anyway, back to Megan. So pretty much just talking about how she, you know, she was thankful that where she was shot was wasn't lethal or she wasn't crippled by what happened to her and she also was saying you know that was probably because of her guardian angels like her her parents and her grandmother mm-hmm. uh, all three of which have has passed and she was ta- pretty much just talking about how like you know she's she's 25 she lost both of her parents and you know she just recently well like two years ago lost her mom and she hasn't really recovered from that yet that's crazy like when i found that out that was like i yeah, I, I didn't know that I knew about that because I, I remember when I was in research when she was trying to go independent and she was suing her previous label, you know, the guy, I don't remember his name, but the guy who was her manager or whatever was talking about how her mom wouldn't want her to leave and all this other stuff. And that people were dragging him for it because her, she lost her mom. Her mom was her best friend and her mom was like her biggest supporter. Like her mom mm-hmm. wanted her to be who she is right now. And, you know, and Megan was pretty much just talking about how, like, she lost her parent, she lost her mom, especially her mom, who she was very close to, that was her best friend, and, you know, she got really teary-eyed and was on the verge of crying, and she pretty much was saying how, because of the fact that she's lost both of her parents, she tries to fill her space with people who can, like, make her happy, and now she knows that she can't do that with everybody, like, not everybody is going to give the same good energy that she's doing. Yeah, not, is, not everybody you bring around is, like, with good intentions. I, Yeah, I definitely think that, you know, she probably should seek some kind of therapy, not only for what has happened to her, but also, you know, losing both your parents and your grandmother. I don't know how, you know, close she lost all three, but, you know, she lost her mom two, two yeah, years nah. ago. And I know, like, I know one of my biggest fears is, being successful and my mom not being able to see it so i know that must weigh a lot on her heart too so she definitely i definitely would recommend some kind and i would recommend her going to therapy and i don't know if she is if she isn't but i'm just saying like i i hope she is and if she isn't i hope she eventually gets the help that she needs um but she also talks about (laughs) she also talks about grown men making jokes about her situation and talking about something that has nothing to do with them aka she's talking about 50 cent because <laughs> he posted that damn the damn meme of her being Ricky right before he got shot. And this happened, I want to say he posted that like maybe like a day or two after, you know, it was a, like everyone found out that she she and Tori were in some kind of altercation. She also calls out women, a.k.a. Dre and Michelle, for just being goofy and, and not having morals. Like, that's another thing too. Like, I know I would be tight, like super, super tight if something were to happen to me and another YouTuber who's a black man is out here making jokes about what happened to me. Like, I'm going to look at you like, bro, we supposed to be sticking together. And you out here cooning for no goddamn reason. So she, she, you know, she talked about that. And it was real, real funny. And, you know, she was like, 
I'm good. I just want to let everyone know that I'm good. I'm focused on trying to be back to my hot girl shit and making music. And she ended her life. And then she posted this stunning photo and, and she captions it unbreakable. And then today she had posted another picture of her like laying in bed and she had like posted notes on her wall. And it was like, uh, make music. She pretty much was like, just like things that she needed to get done today. So she's pretty much saying like, you know, I'm trying to move on. I'm trying to go back to being Megan the motherfucking stallion. And Man, that's, that's a good thing. That's a great thing. Yo, like I'm, I I hope she takes the steps she needs to take to get to the mindset she wants to be in. Yeah, don't rush um, herself either. Yeah, no, nah, that's 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 pretty much what I'm saying. Like, I don't want her to rush back because of whatever reason. Mm-hmm. But uh, and she, she she she's gained enough to where she can take her time at this point. Like, she has her her names out there. She has her start. Like, she's still relatively new, but she I feel like she went up in her rise so quickly that like now is the time where yeah she can take her time get her get her mind right whatever mm-hmm. she needs to do to get her mind right and work on music if she wants to like the like she has that time she created that space for herself because she worked so hard like getting to this point and she deserves it at this point because she, she's been through a lot of shit like like grieving is hard like that shit is and it doesn't it's not like a, a day a month a, a yearly thing like and i'm speaking from like a personal experience so it that shit is hard mm-hmm. so i even like i know she's gonna kind of have to go through some type of therapy process to get over it but i am glad to hear that she's like on the path of getting better and and in recovery yeah you know, in the recovery it's itself physically and mentally so yeah, no, that's good to hear. On another note, bro, the change he had is like, bro, I'm not the biggest like chain fan, but she had like a chain. Oh, yeah, that chain Yo, was nice, bro. Ash is, I'm not even like the biggest chain fan, but that shit is hard. I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh, oh. bro, if you see me with like a chain like that, bro, just just know, like it is it. a rare thing, but we made it, bro. <laughs> we made it. <laughs> Yeah. We, we big boy made it, bro. I'm gonna get an Apollo Bros chain with like the world spinning like at the bottom, bro. That that shit would be hard, bro. Bro, when we when we get big, I want to get us matching jackets, bro. Bro, like, that shit would be tough too. So tough, so tough. But after her IG live, Mister Fifty sent himself oh, apologize. Fuck, I knew I knew he was yo. I knew that it was coming because I seen his bitch ass apologize. <laughs> <Bro>. <laughs> Oh, my God. But, okay, here's my thing, though. He apologizes, right? And he says he didn't know she was really hurt like that. My nigga, Nigga, how the the fuck fuck did you not? Ain't you the one who got, like, shot 50 fucking times? Ain't that why you call 50 Cent? Because you got shot a whole bunch of goddamn times? You know how traumatizing it is to get shot. This, like, nigga, you got shot nine times, like, in one altercation. So how the fuck? And then, then you get shot before that. But regardless, you're known for getting shot nine times. So, like you're saying, like, he should, he should, he has first-hand experience. If anybody the, like, knows, it's you. Exactly. Like, you know how traumatizing this is. Like, yes, she was, well, we don't know if she was shot in the foot. We all assume that she was shot in the foot because she had foot injuries. But she was shot at, regardless. And, like, you know how traumatizing that is. So why the fuck would you make a joke about that? Like, this is this is another opportunity for you, especially as someone who's, like, seen as kind of like a, a father figure in the hip-hop community. To Who be the like, fuck? Hey, listen, I don't see the nigga like that, but I'm saying people do, you know. If you like, do, if- try again. Pick again, <laughs> nigga. Pick another card. Pick four more cards because you fucked up. 
But yeah, he apologized and she hasn't responded to him, but I'm pretty sure she's just like, fuck that nigga. Pretty much. <laughs> That's what I would say. That's what I would say. I wouldn't, I don't need you really like the fuck. Yeah. You're just a, another nigga. But there's a petition going around. I'm pretty sure it's probably has reached all of its signatures to deport Tory Lanez because of everything that's happened. I did not see that. I oh, wish really? I had seen that. No, I did not see that. Yo, sorry, bro. Read, like, he has the, said nothing though. Like, where? Like, he's not in. Is he? He's didn't he get released from jail? He got released. He hasn't t- tweeted. He, I think he deleted his IG, but he hasn't tweeted anything. Hasn't said anything. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm pretty sure both of their lawyers, Megan and Tori, told him like, "Yo, don't say nothing publicly until y'all are in court, and you know a judge has said X, Y, and Z." Because Megan hasn't said anything either. You know, like she's hinted at the fact that like you know, she was in a place that she shouldn't have been well not, let me not say shouldn't have, but she hinted at the fact that like she was around motherfuckers who didn't have her best interests at heart mm. so like you know but both of them haven't said you know oh he shot me or i didn't shoot her or yeah yeah, yeah. like they both have been very quiet about the that is very fine details of it i'm pretty sure it's for like a legality reason like i don't think it's mm. because like she's you know trying to hide shit for him or you know what i'm saying like i'm pretty mm-hmm. sure their lawyers are like listen Y'all niggas don't say shit, okay? Y'all ain't gonna fuck up this bag for me, all right? Y'all niggas mm-hmm. need to shut the fuck up. I just that. But yeah, so I read the I read the little like mission statement for the petition, and they pretty much was like, he needs to be deported and banned from the United States forever because he hasn't done anything to help our economy, and he had the audacity to hurt our icon Megan Thee Stallion. Bro, and I was a, like, <laughs> as a Tory Lanez fan, how do you feel about that? <laughs> Bro, honestly, bro, like, listen, I, I still fucks with his music, but I can't fuck with you out here shooting women, bro. Like, yeah, even if it wasn't Megan Thee Stallion, even if it was like some random woman, I can't fuck with that, bro. I, I can't. I'm not I'm not one for domestic violence, bro. I'm not one for men just abusing women just because they can. I'm not I'm not with it, bro. So uh, do I think he should be deported? No. Do I think he needs to face some kind of punishment for what he's done? Fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Yeah, no, regardless, you shot some, you shot a human, like you, not even just a human, because shooting animals is fucked up too. But mm-hmm. bro, you shot something. So like, like you, you shot face- another living creature. You yeah. Know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, you, 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 and that person was a human. And the, the worst part about it too was that like, Mad people had said that, oh, mate, what if they're dating? Because they, you know, this wasn't the first time we've seen I, them chilling together. That give them an excuse to shoot her? Like, no, 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 no. What I'm saying is, like, they already had some kind of, like, either a friendship, relationship, whatever. Like, they were cool mm-hmm. with each other. Mm-hmm. So, for the fact for you to pull off your gun on her is oh, ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. You know oh, what I'm saying? Yeah, like, no, that's, that's crazy. Because even, like, you know, even if she was, like, some rando, like, she was just a complete stranger, that's still messed up. Like, you... Yeah. I don't care what the argument was about. I don't care if, you know, Megan was out here wilding. You shot her. Like, what the fuck's wrong mm-hmm. with you, bro? Yeah, no, nah, bro. You should not be shooting nobody. You should not be shooting women, men. Like, bro, just, just like, why? Like, that makes no sense. And especially people you supposedly cool with. Like, yeah. Like, huh? Like, let me tell you something. If me and you get into an argument, I promise you I'm not going to pull out a gun on you. No, I end up, bro, I'm not going <laughs> to shoot you. Like, nothing is that deep where I feel I'm going to feel like, unless you, like, like threaten my mother's life, like yeah, unless you like, like trying to hurt my family or something. I'm not about to take out my gun and, and yeah, try to no, shoot you. Bro, I'm not about to shoot you. Like what the fuck? And the worst part about this too was like I remember uh Tori had po- 
posted on IG like a couple of months ago that he was starting to distance himself from certain people because he, you know, he's at the point of his career where one bad move and he can fumble it all up. Mm-hmm. And damn, I guess he didn't pay attention to his own goddamn advice. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, I don't care what the argument was about, but yo, you could have easily been like, yo, get the fuck out of my car. Or or better yet, just like just distance yourself. Like it it's so it's so easy to walk away and it's so 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 beneficial. Like if you feel yourself getting heated, just walk away from the situation. Especially if like you know you a hothead, just walk away. Just walk away. It's so easy, bro. Just walk away. Yo, for real, like there's so many situations, even me, I know KJ's been in situations where, like, he just walked <laughs> away and, like, it, 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 it was, it might, not, it might not have even, like, be something you want to do in the moment, but you're going to thank yourself later on. It's a long-term decision walking away. Like, you save yourself a whole nother set of problems just by walking away, and it's not taking an L. Like, some people be like, oh, bro, you took an L. Like, you could have done it. No, nigga, like, why the fuck would I create? I got a list of 10 problems. Why would I not walk away and add add another one? Add another 10 to those 10 problems. Like, it makes no sense. Yeah. Another thing, too, is like, yo, once you reach a certain age, you you really shouldn't be fighting. Like, <laughs> unless, like, some serious shit has happened, once you reach a certain age, you really shouldn't be fighting nobody. Guns, fists, whatever. You should just walk away. But moving along. Drake has surpassed Madonna and breaks a record for most top 10 billboard entries in history, in the history of the billboards in like their past 62 years of existence. And Ooh, the wow. current, yeah, I know. I saw it and I was like, oh, I'm honestly, you know what? So he currently has 40 entries in the top 10. I'm surprised it wasn't more to keep it a stack with you. Mm-hmm. Cause I feel like anytime Drake drops a song, that's just like an automatic top 10. He's just at that point, and he he's been like, but like even before he got to that point, he was dropping bangers. Like it, it makes yeah. sense. Yeah. So the the current ranking is it's Drake with forty entries, Madonna with thirty eight, The Beatles with thirty four, Rihanna with thirty one, Michael Jackson with thirty, Mariah Carey and Stevie Wonder for twenty eight, Janet Jackson and Elton John have twenty seven entries. Lil Wayne has 25, Elvis has 25, even though I'm fuck with that nigga, and Taylor Swift has 25. Oh, I'm so glad you said that. That's why I'm saying <laughs> Bro, listen, listen. We're going to have a discussion another day. Yeah, I, nah, we got hella we, shit we, to talk we're about. Gonna t- we're not going to talk about, bro, because I could go for a minute. But I got to say, I'm surprised I don't see a Beyonce on here. It's it's cool, though, that you don't see them. Because I guess it means just because the music doesn't hit, like, a point of, oh, yeah, that shit is top 10 on the billboards. That doesn't mean it's not successful. Yeah. Because, what you call it, Beyonce, you know, when you, think of, when you think of success, success in the music industry, you think of Beyonce, Taylor Swift, like, people who are icons, like, these people are the pinnacle of whatever genre they're in in terms of the music industry, right? Regardless of how you may feel about them personally, you know that, like, not many people can even say they're in their weight class, let alone, you know, in their bracket. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. yeah, I was just surprised I didn't see Beyonce. Like, out of all the people who I expected to see on this list, I definitely would have thought Beyonce was on there. But also, you know, she did take, like, a little bit of a break uh, with her music. Mm-hmm. So I think that might be yeah. why. 
It's also possible. And, like, she's the type to drop, like, randomly. Like, she doesn't do any promo. Well, she doesn't have to because she's Beyonce. But, she's Beyonce. So, like. Her promo is like, yo, Beyonce just dropped the album. Pretty much. Yeah. Her, her promo is dropping the album. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but talking about Beyonce, so apparently a lot of white people are upset because a trailer for, uh, what, what's the what's the thing called? Black is King? King? Yeah, I think I think yeah, it's called Black is King. Her new her new film on Disney Plus, and in the trailer, the butler is white, and a lot of white people are upset about it because it so so called promotes black supremacy, which doesn't make any goddamn sense. Well, because y'all are dumb as fuck. <laughs> like, <laughs> go ahead, KJ. I, I'm sorry, I just had to get that one out. Like, because- bro. Because my, my whole thing is, like, she, so, someone has said it on, on Twitter, and when you look at films, right, almost all the butlers are white. Like, the only black butler that I can ever remember in film is Jeffrey from Fresh Prince. So, I don't really understand what the issue is. And another thing, too, was, like, if this movie was all white people, right, or... Or like let's say like a mixed bag and the butler was white, y'all wouldn't be mad. Y'all are just mad because of the current climate right now. And no, the they're probably that, mad at the title yeah. alone. Like the title alone <laughs> just it's just like, what? How dare you? And you have a white butler at that? Oh my gosh, this is so racist. Bro, do you have any movie? Do you have any, like there's been I can think of a couple of movies where there were like black like butlers and different things like that, but like it was for like a purpose. Like it was like, oh yeah, like the film the butler, like Django. Like Django, they had black butlers, but it, it was for that time period, that setting. Like it made sense to put that there. But like, and then like the fact that you even take that mindset with there being a white butler, like that's that's an issue within itself. Like if we, like if we, that's pretty much saying like if he was black, oh yeah, we wouldn't be saying nothing. Like. Like exactly, y'all, y'all almost look down upon the position because of that. Like y'all, y'all are looking down upon the position because y'all are in a fuss about it. And the crazy part too is like being a butler ain't nothing to like sneeze at. Like they get paid good money, you know what I'm saying? Oh, they make bread. Like yo, big fat. Like you have to go to school to be a butler. That and first of all, somebody looked Google butler school and all white people came up. Like yeah, all there was the only pictures. one photo and it was like <laughs> all white people and one black dude. <laughs> And then out of like the entire list of pictures of like butler schools and just butlers, it was just white dudes. So that's probably how butler schools look. Because I exactly. never walked up to like uh, a black person and be like, "Damn, I want to be a butler." Like, I'm, <laughs> like I'm not, I'm not knocking it. I just, it's just something that I've never heard anybody that I've talked to who is black say. So like, I don't think it's not a popular profession within the black community. Yeah, especially you know, given our history. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, like, I I just feel like, the, you know, they got their W with Nick Cannon, right? And listen, what he said was fucked up. But this right here is not, this This ain't no goddamn black supremacy. I'm sorry. It's yeah, not. Y- y'all are, but first of all, y'all are using supremacy way too lightly as a term for my liking. Mm-hmm. Second of all, y'all is floating around black supremacy way more than I've heard white supremacy in the past, like, 20 years, like, damn near, I'll say maybe, like, 16 years I've been cognizant. So, like, and I've heard black supremacy a lot more than white supremacy, but 
we we like that's not that's not an issue like that doesn't make sense like white supremacy is a legitimate issue but we're going to talk more about black supremacy something that was like not even like it's a it's a it's a thinking it's not it's not even like a physical form but white supremacy got flags they got organizations they got chat rooms with Doja Cat and they be singing along with these <laughs> motherfuckers. They got, they got all of this shit. But we're going to talk about black supremacy. Like, what? 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 And the funny part, too, is that a lot of them are like, yo, Terry Crews is right. Y'all need to police yourselves because black supremacy is a thing. And it's like, no, black supremacy is not a thing. You want me to tell you how it's not a thing? Out of all these, like, Fortune 500 companies, how many of them have a board member who's black? Better yet, how many of them have a board member who ain't white on them? One. Two, in, in order for there to be a black supremacy, that would that would have to say that we have some kind of power, right? Yeah, or superiority. Exactly. Because out of, like, you know, yes, there are black businesses. Yes, there are a lot of black-owned businesses that are doing very, very well. But for every successful black business, there's, like, 200 white businesses in that exactly. same industry. Bro, so the what po- the fuck are y'all talking about? Y'all sound stupid. Like the whole def- the, the definition of supremacy is the state or condition of being superior to all others in authority, power, or status. When the fuck has that been <laughs> anonymous with black people? As like like you can even take this out, out of being black. Like when when the fuck when 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 I want to know when that happened. Bro, Ahmad Aubrey was murdered. By two citizens, not even cops, just two random freaking normal ass people. And ain't shit was done until social media was like, whoa. And Black Twitter was like, uh-uh, we ain't about to do that. No, 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 no. We want justice for my boy Ahmad right now. Bro. And then that's, that's the only reason why they were even charged with anything. They were allowed to go home, go to bed. For months. For months, and my And like add. nothing happened. For months. So, and then we could, we're not even going to bring up Breonna Taylor's case where she was just at home sleeping and the cops ran in and, and just shot her. Shot like, her and then let her bleed out and die. And die. Watch, watch her die, might as well. Because there's this, there's a lot of supremacy in that. Like, there, there's so much. Like, oh, like, my God. Like, that was handled immediately, right? Because I say this all the time. If George Floyd was a goddamn Yorkie, all them cops would have been would have been fired and would have been charged with something. And I'm comparing a human life to a a dog, to a pet, okay? Bro, and, like, that's that's insane. But we got supremacy. We, we got supremacy, but people out here getting shot in the street, in the street in, in Portland and all these other places that are still protesting for, bro, it's been over 100 days. So, like... 153 or 4, I believe. Yes, but... We got supremacy. There's a lot of supremacy in that because that makes complete sense. We're superior. Our so. president, like the, the leader, air quotations, of the free world, air quotations, is sending out secret police to collect and to abuse peaceful protesters. I want y'all to, re- I want y'all to listen to what I'm saying. Our president is sending armed forces to collect and imprison protesters let me remind y'all that protesting is part of your first amendment rights not second not third not fifth 
It's first. It's numero uno. As in the forefathers of this goddamn country, that that shit was so goddamn important that it was in number one. And this man is sending a militia to imprison protesters. But yet, there was a there was a a video of a an anti-mask protest that happened like two weeks later after another mm-hmm. after a Black Lives Matter protest, and the cops were mad peaceful. They were just standing guard, and they were just you know being being cool cops. You know, they didn't have none of that damn animosity or 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 anger that they had with the Black Lives Matter protest, but with the anti-mask. And and Blue Lives Matter and all this other stuff protests. It was real cool. But come on, man. Y'all can't y'all can't throw around black supremacy and then completely ignore the fact that during a pandemic, black people were still able to get murdered unjustly for no goddamn reason. During a pandemic. Not not no regular degla kind of kind of year. No, 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 no. Literally. Niggas is inside trying not to die, and y'all still found a way to be racist towards black people. How was that supremacy? God damn. But anyway, speaking about black supremacy, so Terry Crews had tweeted, <laughs> conquer our own negativity. And if you look at the first letter of each word, it spells the word cool. And... I've said this on this podcast numerous times. I do not understand why Terry Crews has decided to take a, take this, I guess, position on himself to to say that we need to, you know, not allow black supremacy to be a thing. And it's like, where the fuck is this coming from? <laughs> like, I, why is this a thing? Like, why is Terry Crews doing this? Bro, just take it away. Like, just take it away. Like, I asked y'all last time, and we still haven't gotten to the point where you just take it away. Please, like, bro, if I own Twitter, there'd be a lot of people without accounts. Oh, my, bro, bro, bro. Or, like, they oh. would be suspended until further notice. <laughs> you want to hear some funny shit about suspended accounts? Donald Trump Jr.'s account got suspended because he wanted to post a goddamn misinformation video on, on COVID. It was like a whole bunch of oh doctors saying how you don't need a mask and all this other extra shit about COVID. And it's like, bro, we know you need a mask. Please stop putting this on fucking social media. And like the only reason why he even posted it, honestly, is because they all are um, supporters of hydrochloroquine. Yeah, hydrochloroquine. Um, which is the miracle drug, air quotations, that Trump has tried to push on people that he claims will heal everyone of COVID. Do you know what that is? I have no idea. All I know is he has stock into the on the medicine. Oh, uh, that makes sense why he's pushing it. But yeah, I, I was just curious. Like, I haven't done enough research on it to actually know what it is. So all been, I know but I've been is, hearing it a lot lately and it being pushed as, like you noted, like a miracle drug. So... Which it is not. It is not. All I know is that mad, mad experts have said, like, yo, it actually does the opposite. It actually makes it easier for you to get corona. So please, please do not take this drug if you're trying to avoid getting corona. Oh, man, I just I can't believe we and the crazy part, too, is even though it wasn't Donald Trump who posted the video, he retweeted it on his personal Twitter. And 
I want to remind y'all that this is the man who was running our country. This is the man who's in charge of our country right now. She don't make no damn sense, bro. It, it, it really don't make no damn sense. Like, how the hell are you retweeting this shit, man? You're the president. And one of the doctors that, <laughs> that Trump has highlighted about, you know, being like an expert in the field of corona is Miss Dr. Stella Emanuel who is who believes that women who have gynecology women who have gynecology I was able to say it all day today and I hop in this goddamn podcast and I can't say the word no you got it bro (laughs) I'm gonna say it I'm gonna do it gynecological Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> problems. She believes that she believes that women who have these problems, it's because of the fact that they sleep with demons and that they have demon sperm inside of them. And that's why they have all of these normal, r- rather common problems. And she also believes that Big Pharma is trying to give you medicine that has alien DNA in it. And she also believes that the government is being run by a reptilian alien hybrid of humans. This is the woman who Donald Trump is praising as an expert in all things COVID. Bro, what dimension are these people from? Because they're not from this <laughs> one. Like they, like, they they might be from a dimension where that might exist, but not in this one. Her shit is so out of the fucking playing field that Facebook has suspended her account and facebook let pretty much anyone say anything on, no, they on really do like facebook be letting a lot of shit rock but if you get suspended off of facebook <laughs> what the fuck are you doing like <laughs> i can't even say her shit was out of left field because like you said it's not in the ballpark it's not even the it's, same it's city not, bro it's, like it's not on this unit it's not in this dimension bro like it's a whole different dimension i it's watched the sense. video of her explaining how the reason why if you have any kind of like, like if you're a woman, right? And you have any kind of issues down there. The reason why is because you sleeping with demons and you got that demon sperm in you. So you got to drink holy water to get it out. This is a doctor who a practicing doctor, might I add, who, who she's a pediatrician. So she works with kids. Oh, what the fuck? Can this story get any worse? Like, can, bro. It's gonna, I feel like it's going to get worse with your next sentence. Continue. Like, like. No, it's just, that's just it, bro. It's just, bro I'm just so scared. Right. Like, bro, what? Bro, this, that, is, this, this tells you that, like, just because someone is a doctor or went to school for something doesn't mean, one, they're expert. Two, they got any goddamn common sense because I promise you, in college, bro, in schooling, they do not teach you common sense. That shit they don't exist. They sure don't. They sure don't. So, like, like it, it doesn't come with the package. So, y'all definitely need to do y'all research as far as, like, looking into doctors and doctors of all fields, not just medicine. But it, I'm just saying all this to say all that education don't mean shit. Don't mean a god damn thing because how the fuck are you a doctor you're talking about the reason why you having common problems with your vaginas because you have demon sperm inside you she don't got no problems like what what did she what did she doing like say if she have a problem she just be like oh like just looking down and be like <laughs> fuck around say a hail mary and call it a day like bro what the fuck like i'm so confused like i'm i'm genuinely I, i'm confused like i'm not even like i'm joking about it but i'm confused like 
bro, I don't I'm, even know what to say. I'm really scared for this country, bro. I'm bro. really, really scared because if she's allowed to be a doctor, right, a practicing doctor, what the fuck? What, what, like you said, what dimension who are let, we living in? Who let that shit slide? Like, who? <laughs> she had to have tell somebody, like, this information while she was studying. Like, like they're just, that was somebody like, you know, that motherfucker right there, he's a lizard. Like, bro. Like, <laughs> <laughs> bro, oh, that, shit didn't, that shit didn't get to nobody. <laughs> <laughs> like, ain't nobody was like, hmm. She keeps talking about this goddamn demon sperm. Maybe we shouldn't give her a medical license. Nah, she should be fine. <laughs> it shouldn't. Bro, what's just, the worst she can do? Oh my gosh, I, there has to be a paper about it, like somewhere in here, because she believes it. So like, <laughs> it had to have come up in a paper. Imagine she wrote her, she wrote her thesis on demon sperm. Bro, could you imagine? <laughs> You'd be like, bro, imagine the press, the person reading this, like, damn, she got some good dick, manly, because like. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine it went over that way because that's the only possible way I can see it going over. Like you're the professor, and you're like, damn, I didn't ask them to write fiction, but this is yo, this is amazing. She should get this published. Bro, this is like, some this is some great science fiction. Don't make no like, damn sense. She's like, no, no, no. This is this is this is facts. Like I, I have medical research to back it up. I'm like, how do know. how do you how do you prove that demon sperm is the reason behind common problems with a woman's vagina like that that's mad weird how would like even if you were to go into that study how like, would you, you would have to identify who's a demon one and then mm-hmm. you would have to you would have to then ask said demon to nut inside these women and then be like wait a couple of days or weeks or months or whatever to see if they have any goddamn problems with their vaginas and it don't make no damn sense like there's, there's no way for her to do this like scientifically I mean, like i'm sorry this is it made no goddamn sense. I'm sorry. <laughs> I wish y'all could see Tempo's face right now. This nigga's dying. <laughs> um, I didn't even mean to laugh, bro. But like <laughs> saying it out loud, like it's just like what the what the actual like and and then and then of course our terrible president like gave her accreditation. <laughs> so like it it made it makes it even worse, even worse. Yo, could you imagine you walking in the mall and some random black lady goes up to you and like, sir, I believe you're a demon. I need you to nut inside <laughs> Bro, that's happened at least like three times. To- that hasn't happened to you? Like, <laughs> we in the middle of a shot, right? We like, bro, like, damn, you a demon. You, I- I'm going to need you to nut in-, in that person, that person, and that person <laughs> by like three o'clock because I-, I, I got a class to go to. Like, like, bro, like, what the fuck? <laughs> Oh my god, bro! Oh I wish you could make this. I, I make skits, and I could never have thought of something so Yo. ridiculous in my life, bro. Bro, like movies, like there's never been a movie like this. Why? Because it's ridiculous. Like the setting for all of this, you cannot write it. You cannot think of it. I think it's out of like human mind, like thinking. Like that's what I'm saying. This shit is from a different dimension because it's not. It's different. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense. It really bro. doesn't, bro. I've never. Uh, all right. Let, let... 
<laughs> I'm sorry. I'm really picturing in my head, like some, some, so this woman is really doing this research. Like <laughs> she found herself some, some quote unquote demons. And she just have them nothing in women. Bro, why are you, why are you, why are you looking for demons? Like there's so many questions and you could start at like <laughs> A, B or like letter Z. Like, bro, there's so many my damn questions. Oh my God. Cause it's like, it's either she did this research or she like just, it popped in her head. Like, oh, that makes sense. It's yo, demon sperm. Yo, like it had to like. There, there can't be any, any research backing this up. Like, it can't be. Because I can't see, like, how, like, on paper, like, this would make any sense. And some people are like, yep, yeah, no, nah, there's definitely a demon. Like, yeah, how the fuck? Like, how? Bro, you didn't you didn't know that? If, you're, if your girl's pH balance is off, it's because she was cheating on you with a demon. And she got that demon nut in her, bro. Oh, my gosh, bro. She, yo, <laughs> she really gave demon, like, time a whole new definition. She did! <laughs> She really gave that shit a whole new definition. Oh my god! And then we're not even talking about the whole alien DNA and medicine. No, yeah, like, no. Oh, bro. Anyway, anyway, let, let's move on. Let's let's move on to something a little more serious. Oh, which is wow. crazy because this isn't even serious. So, someone on Twitter had said they wanted to see Chris Brown um, and Usher going like a versus battle, right? Mm-hmm. And it was, like, trending on Twitter. Everyone was like, oh, yo, Chris Brown would demolish Usher. Or, oh, Usher would demolish Chris yeah, Brown. Niggas. Or blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And then Chris Brown hopped on. He posted on his IG story. He was like, y'all niggas is capping. I would win off of features alone. So I, like, humbly, I humbly decline. I'm, I'm busy doing nothing. Now, I'm not saying, you know, Chris Brown isn't, you know, like that. But yo, to, you're going against Usher. It's not like you're going against some some C list singer. Like nigga, it's Usher. Like nigga, think, we like, didn't say Omarion. We said Usher. <laughs> we ain't say Ray J. We said Usher, nigga. Like we didn't say none of them other niggas. Like I get it. Like if it was one of them, I would feel some type of way too. But yeah, like one of these like little one hit wonders. But bro, it's Usher, dog. Like bro, like what are you talking bro, he about? Carried like a whole like like decade. He can't no, for real. <laughs> like the two, early two thousands was his shit. Like that was bro. Like multiple album drops of just his shit. Like he literally shitted on a whole decade. So how, <laughs> I remember how, when Chris Brown first how? came out, people used to say he was the younger version of Usher. Like yes. bro, <laughs> like how you gonna dish your comparison? That's like, like the real. same. That's the same energy of, of Travis Scott not showing up to a session for T Pain, a nigga that's that's an influence for you, whether you want to admit it or not, because you use autotune like like shit falling out your ass and toilet. <laughs> so like, how how would yo how would niggas reaching these statuses to where like, wow, somebody did something before me and opened up a lot of doors. Well, fuck them. Like <laughs> like how are we getting to that point? Like, bro, like, I don't understand where this energy is coming from. Because I, I saw it, and I was like, yo, why is he so mad? Like, he, he seems so offended. disrespected. Yeah, offended by the fact that people wanted to see them do a versus battle. And the thing, too, was, like, versus battles aren't even really so much about, like, who's better. It's just more yeah. so about hearing the fucking music. Yeah, it's an enjoyment. Like, even though you have said to where, like, it's not really, like, a battle. Like, it's more so just, like, a vibe and like an enjoyment of like okay yeah. yeah we're gonna go we're gonna throw it back to this artist and this artist and like it's not so much for comparison it's just like it's two type of vibes we're throwing at you and like you can see the similarities 
but you can also enjoy their differences as well. Like, that's literally what it's for. So, for the fact that Chris Breezy, <laughs> little dancing ass, nigga, what? You on some like, bullshit. Like, I just don't understand where all the, like, anger is coming from, my nigga. Like, they're, that's like that's like if someone tried to compare, like, they like let's say Tupac was still alive, right? And they're like, yo, I want to see a Kendrick in a Tupac versus battle. And Kendrick's like, how dare you? Like, me versus Tupac? That nigga? Like, Excuse me. Floor. Like, like exactly. Like, like that's a that's a good example. It, and there's like other examples that you can make too. But like, bro, like, I don't understand like how people are just disrespecting the people who who made them. Essentially, yo, for real, like, these people but, open the door for you. Like, if it was if there wasn't for an usher, you, there wouldn't be a Chris Brown, bro. You be you be fucking with Neo style. <laughs> you had to be Neo, even, nigga. <laughs> even even if like they were like, yo, I want to see a Chris Brown versus Neo. Like Neo got work too. Like. And another thing too, like Neo wrote mad songs. Yeah, no, nah, he's his writing skills. Loki, his writing skills are better than his songs and his production he, skills. He wrote, I want to say, what's that song? To the left, to the left. What's that shit called? By Beyonce. Um, irreplaceable. Irreplaceable. He wrote that shit. I'm pretty sure. Don't quote me on that. But he wrote, mm-hmm. he wrote a couple songs for Beyonce. He's he's written like mad shit, bro. And like, I don't know if if I were in the music industry and I ever got that big and someone's like, yo, I want to see. KJ versus Usher or KJ versus, you know, some other big name in hip-hop and r and I would, first of all, I would feel so goddamn honored because, like, yo, I'm really that nigga that people feel like I'm I'm in the same, like, you know, bracket as this person. Like, if I was a rapper and someone was like, yo, I want to see a KJ versus uh, Kendrick versus Battle, I would be so ecstatic, like, yo, y'all feel like I'm, I'm good enough to go against Kendrick? Like, as in Kendrick Lamar? As in, like, Kung Fu Kenny, as in Good Kid, Mad City, like that Kendrick, bro. It's just like that's baffling, cause like this nigga Chris Brown had fucking like the 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 fucking what song was that or what album was that? And then nigga was sixteen, like like and and then Usher was just shitting on everything. <laughs> like it, I think it was exclusive. And that was 2007, and like I'm going to like what I'm going to go to what Usher dropped in 2007 or around that date, and like bro, Usher dropped "Here I Stand," which had a fuck ton of like bro. I don't I don't, I can't even like I'm not even gonna read the album because like there's so much shit on here like, like bro, it had love in this club on it like like that like. I can't, bro. I can't. I can't. That's the, the disrespect is real, and I'm tired of like, I'm tired of these fuck ass niggas disrespecting artists that made them. It's just so unnecessary. Like, the thing too is like, Usher hasn't said anything. Like, Usher didn't like confirm or deny he wanted to do this shit. He was very quiet about it. Mm-hmm. You could just, you could have just have not said anything. Yeah, like, like nobody asked you to comment. Nobody, nobody. Well, fans were fans were hyping the shit because it was trending, right? But mm-hmm. Usher didn't say nothing, so you could just been like. I'm not gonna say none either. I don't feel like doing this shit anyway. I so. mean, when has Chris Brown ever been known for his maturity? Yeah, you're right. You 100. <sighs> percent Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're right. We got grown ass men. That's that's another thing. Maturity don't got shit to do with age because it oh, be it definitely don't, bro. Out here that be not mature in any way, shape, or form. Be in their 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, acting like they goddamn teenagers. Bro, shit don't make no sense. All right, bro. No. To- to end off the What's Poppin' segment, we got to talk about Kanye West. He apologized 
to Kim Kardashian West. And he tweeted, I would like to apologize to my wife, Kim, for going public with something that was a private matter. I did not cover her like she has covered me to Kim. I want to say, I know I hurt you. Please forgive me. Thank you for always being there for me. And then I want to say either yesterday or a couple of days ago, they were spotted in a Wendy's in Wyoming. So it seems like, you know, they're on better terms. And I'm, I'm hoping that she can convince him to get the help he needs. I actually saw this on Twitter and I think I agree with it where it's not so much that Kanye does a whole bunch of wild shit right before an album drops. It's more so like he doesn't take his medicine because it fucks with his creativity. So let's say like he's on his meds, right? And then he stops mm-hmm. taking it when he's like getting ready to do an album. And because he's off his meds, he starts doing all this hot shit. Mm-hmm. And then his wife sense. is like, and then his wife is like, oh shit, he's off his meds again. And then, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm not saying this to excuse all the fuck shit that he has said in the past couple of weeks, let alone the past couple of years. Mm-hmm. But as someone who knows numerous people who have bipolar disorder and uh, a lot of my friends I've seen them go through their manic states and go through you know their highs and their lows and it's it's scary it's scary as someone who's in the outside I can only imagine how scary it is for for him for someone who has it so you know I'm not a Kanye fan I probably never will be ever again but I do hope he gets the help he needs because you know it's sad it's really sad it's scary and you know People need to stop making jokes and a lot of people are finding the shit funny and it's not funny. If you if you ever had someone who you care about, whether it's family or friend, go through some kind of like mental break, you know how terrifying it is because with with an injury, you know, you can you can heal an injury. You can if someone gets a cut, you can put a band-aid on it and it's fine. With with this, there's not really much you can do besides, you know, help them go to therapy and help them take their meds and shit like that. Like there's not really much as, you know, you can do with it. So I hope Mr. West gets all the help he needs. And hopefully, you know, once he's stable again, he can go back to doing whatever the hell he was doing beforehand. Yeah, that's true. So with that being said, we are ending the what's poppin' segment and going right into our bro talk. Uh, oh wait, crap! Do you have a a rant this week? No, uh, no, I don't. I do have an interesting thing though. Japan has a a black owned anime studio now. Oh shit! I did see that, and I was gonna put it on what's popping, and I forgot. Thank you for bringing that up. Yeah, no. Yeah, I'm uh, super I found that cool. That. And they did uh, the weekends. I don't know if you saw. They did. He had a, a video from like from his album like Kissland from a brick ago. And they mm-hmm. did a like a, a reanimation of it. Well, it wasn't animated before. They they did an animation for it. Oh, they did like the animated version of uh, yeah. this music video. Yeah, uh, I'll check. It. I gotta check that out. That's, that's actually pretty dope. There's also I didn't know this, but there's a couple of black owned like ramen shops in Tokyo. I did not know that either. Yep, TikTok man. Tick- I know you hate TikTok, bro. I know you hate TikTok, but yo, TikTok has really no. taught me and showed me so many things. No, I um, know that, and like so many people have been showing me things that they learned off it, and, and I get so tight because like I'm like, oh, like it's like damn, like I could be learning mad shit, but at the same time, like I don't know. It's a double-edged sword, right? I I feel guilty using it because. I feel like I'm somehow supporting how they treat black creators. But, yo, I've learned so much about, like, black history and about, like, 
just black people globally because of TikTok. And this girl, I can't remember her name right now, but she was on ABC News and she was talking about how TikTok has been an important and crucial instrument in the Black Lives Matter protest and in just activism as a whole because of how easy it is to get your shit boosted and get your shit like in a global larger audience even though you don't have a big following like there's mad people who have like a million views on a video and they have like 2k followers and it's just because of the fact of like how the tiktok algorithm works so i hate the fact that tiktok treats their uh, black creators like shit but the creators and the people who are on there the community and just the the love from all the users themselves it's great like i'll talk about this later in the, the the episode but i i officially made the decision to start doing tiktok again i made you know, i made one little video it did decent but mm-hmm. the amount of support and love that i see on there from users and from creators it's i haven't really seen anything like that since like vine and i think honestly i think the the community that's on there is is even stronger than than ever than like than it was on Vine. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it's it's cool. Like I, I know I sound like a TikTok fanboy right now, but like it, the people that are on that platform, what they're doing and how they're helping not only like the Black Lives Matter movement, but also just helping spreading awareness of disabilities, of autism, of deaf and blind rights. Like there are so many things that I was unaware of that i just didn't even think of but i'm like damn yo there is a lot of shit that you know it makes it hard for people who's in a wheelchair to move around like look at it this way the average house isn't wheelchair accessible mm-hmm. you have to go out of your way to add that shit mm-hmm. so you know and i wouldn't have really thought about that if it wasn't for tiktok and you know i don't support how they treat their creators and i'm about to be a creator my damn self but the people that are on there, I have a lot of love for. I have a lot of love for, for them. And also, TikTok has made a statement that they're allocating $200 million to fund creators. I don't know. I might I might have to give it a chance. I'm going to say for this. For music since, purposes. <laughs> especially since you're a musician, bro. I, I've seen it. I've seen people blow up because of TikTok. Because you, you make a song, someone uses that shit in their video, and more people use that shit in your video. Your song gets mad plays for me, you know what I'm saying? And even, then also somebody I know, like like this song, this song was already pretty popular, but then it like blew up because of TikTok and yeah, no, it's uh, I might have to give it to you. And nothing too, like you know, we eventually want to have guests on this show, and it it's easy to network because of TikTok, because it's it's just so many people are on there, it's just trying to be big. But Anyway, let's let's move on into the bro talk and my bro talk this week. So, Tempo, I want you to imagine, I want you to pretend that you're willing to get you you're dating a girl and you're willing to marry, like you're willing to get married to her. Ew. And like, you know, you're you're in a lot of love, you know, you're in a very healthy and strong relationship. Mm-hmm. And she takes you out to eat, you know, nothing, nothing weird, you know what I'm saying? Like she takes you out to eat pretty often. She takes you to your favorite restaurant, you know, she's acting a little funny, like she's acting a little nervous. And she gets on one knee and she's like, Yo, I, I want to be your, I want you to be my husband. I, I want, will you marry me? How would you react? 
while I sit back and 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 analyze this uh, fantasy. Oh <laughs> no, but I'll, I'll for the sake of your question, I'll take it seriously, and then I might add a little bit of spice. But <laughs> um, I wouldn't be mad that she proposed. But but the thing I have against like I I I had a conversation with a friend and like I was I was somewhat against it before, but now I'm like really against random proposing because like like first of all if you do it in a public place that puts a lot of pressure on the person to say yes, even if they're not ready for it they haven't thought about it you haven't talked about it like if they're surprised that's not to me that's not a good thing in this because, situation. Like, just to kind of spread a little light in this situation like it's a surprise because you weren't expecting her to do it but y'all have talked about marriage and it you y'all both see each other oh as, okay so we're on the same page as on marriage. yeah okay oh it's just more so the question is asking like how you feel about her doing yeah pretty much yeah i probably should have oh. i probably should have made that a little clear oh uh, no 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 you're good bro how how the ring look like <laughs> like <laughs> It's like a nice ring, you know. She 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 did a thing. She she put her money towards. Because I'm not like I'm not mad that she proposed. I don't give a like that that patriarchy shit can go out the window. So like, <laughs> if, if like everything's talked about, we're on the same page and all that. I would I'm I'm gonna say and I and if I feel that way about her, I'm gonna say yes. Like there's nothing gonna be stopping. That's gonna stop me from saying yes. Even though I asked about the ring, like I would that was more so of a joke, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, there's nothing that's gonna stop me from saying yes. <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm not gonna be upset that, like, oh, she, she you proposed, like, I, that was my job, like, no, nah, nigga, I'm just, like, yeah, no, somebody got it done. So, uh, when you looking for your ring, cause my pot, I got a check-ins and the savings, and my money is in my savings. <laughs> no, nah, bro, but I would, I would feel okay. Like, I wouldn't have an issue with that at all. I would rather eat Trump's ass <laughs> than get proposed by. <laughs> Wow, I was not <laughs> expecting that. I'm thinking like, bro, we probably on the same page with this one. Like, I don't no, think he would. Fuck. No, <laughs> I would rather eat Trump's ass. Oh wow! And rip my right testicle out my body and okay. sell it. A little bit excessive. <laughs> a little bit excessive. I just want to paint a, a very vivid picture to you, okay? Now, it's gonna be very hypocritical of me saying this because I am a feminist. And I do believe that the patriarchy should be dismantled. However, however, I have envisioned myself asking my future wife to marry me since I was like kindergarten, right? Like I've been mm. looking forward to doing. This, okay, right? yeah, um, I could see. And like, okay, and obviously, like the the reason why I feel like the reason why it's always been in my head is because of the fact that society has ingrained it in us that. Excuse me, that the band is supposed to propose. But, you know, I'm I'm a little bit of a romantic, you know what I'm saying? You know, like I wouldn't say hopeless, but I I am a little bit of a romantic. And I've been, you know, I've envisioned this and I've been planning this for a very long time. Like I already know how I want to do it. I'm not gonna say it on the podcast, because you know, first of all, I want y'all to steal my idea, one. And two, you know, I don't want my, my future wife to hear it. And then, I mean, you know, can you, can you tell me off the podcast? Because, like, I, I, you already know how I feel about marriage. Yeah, so, no, I'll like, tell you off the podcast. I don't care. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But, but that, that's my reason. That, that is mainly my reason. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be mad at her for proposing. I was be like, God, you stole my fucking moment. Motherfucker. You know how long I've waited for this shit? 
You just get the fuck up. Get get up. Get get your ass up. We gonna leave this goddamn restaurant, and I'm a, we gonna go in the goddamn car. I'm gonna tell you why the fuck that was goddamn stupid. But he said it would upset me and my homeboys if you did that. <laughs> like if you don't get your black ass up, I was supposed to ask you next week. What the fuck are you doing, bro? Get no. your ass up. If I see, I, I feel like the way that I look at marriage kind of changes that viewpoint, but I do understand where, like, if you was prepared for that shit and you was thinking about, like, damn near your whole life and you're like, yeah, no, nah, I'm going to do it, had a whole plan, and she hit you, like, two days before, like, oh, let's go out somewhere to eat. That's mad random. And then she, she asked someone to be like, shit. Yeah, you in public <laughs> and stuff, too, and you're like, why the fuck are you doing this? No, like, but then... You- what if like you you had the ring on you and you just hit it with like a double proposing, and like oh, it's then just, that's, it's, that's cute. I actually I actually did see this. No, it was I saw it in like a video. That's why that's why I brought it up. Yeah, it was it was two dudes. It was a gay couple, and mm-hmm. they went to either Disneyland or some kind of big amusement park. Oh, yeah, and no, but they were just having a good time. And mm-hmm. let's say you know one of them's name was John, and he was like it was it's John and Gary, right? Gary gets on his knee and he's like, John, I got to ask you a question. John's like, oh my God, no, stop, stop, stop. And pulls out his ring and then he gets on his knee and it was mad cute. That, that is, that -hmm. is pretty awesome. I'm not going to lie. I, I might've, I might've cried a little bit, you know, but, uh, but it was like a manly cry. It was no, it was no little bitch cry. (laughs) Yeah, no, of course. (laughs) But no, but I think that would be pretty cool, but that would still fuck up. My my goddamn dreams and shit. So no, I don't want that shit either. <laughs> <laughs> now it would be cool if like I do my thing and then you know she pulls out her ring and it's like, bro, I was gonna ask you and I was like, oh, well, good thing you did because that would piss me off. But yay, great <laughs> my thing like though. Nah, son, I just I, I don't know, I don't know. I actually had this conversation with my girlfriend a lot um, because she doesn't want to, she doesn't want to to do it. But she asked me like, yo, what would you do if I did? And I was like, I mean, I wouldn't be mad at you, but I definitely would be disappointed because I've been looking forward to this shit since, like, <laughs> fucking kindergarten. <laughs> like, do you practice? No, I don't goddamn practice. I don't know, bro. You couldn't. You could. I don't know. I was hoping you said yes. Like, No, nigga. Because, <laughs> no, like, me, I, I'm not the marriage person. So, like... <laughs> got more mental thinking towards the towards the, I don't know what people who look forward to marriage do. <laughs> Yo, it's so funny because like when I first met Temple, y'all, he was not like this. He was not anti-marriage at all. <laughs> Bro, I think I'm like, living proof if, that shit changes. Like if you think I'm a sap, you should have met Temple when I met him. All right, this is probably one of the only men that I know who was more of a a sap. Than I am, you know, and I mean that you know positively because you know I'm calling my goddamn self a sap, but mm. but but no, like yeah yeah yeah, like <laughs> in terms of anybody else, I would have thought you would have been like the main person who's like, yeah, man, I can't wait to get married, you know, me and my wife and th- three kids and a dog or some shit. Like I I, I, I saw you kids. as a family man because I think I feel like three kids is like the staple. Like everybody says three kids. Yeah, that that is true. Three is a common number for kids, but. I do have to say, KG is correct. I was very much like that until I reached enlightenment. And then, uh, <laughs> and then I, I had to, uh, I had to uh, come down out the clouds and touch base with myself. And boy, did I touch base. 
So bro, that, like, sounds like, that sounds like a, a, a jerking off. I knew you were going <laughs> to say that. Like, yo, I said it. In the window. That, that, that sounds like I was really touching a lot of bass. Like, bro. <laughs> this man was beating his dick every goddamn day. <laughs> he went through one break and was like, you know what? I'm done with women. All I need is my right hand and Pornhub, and I'm good. <laughs> bro, it was, it was, I don't know. It Like, it's crazy, like, going from that mindset to this one, though, but. Not crazy in a bad way, though, to me. To me. To me. Because everybody else is not, different. I'm not going to mark anybody with the same mindset as me. That would be strange. Not for nothing, though, bro. I will say that, like, my mindset about marriage and about relationships has changed a lot, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm definitely still up for marriage. I'm definitely still for having a kid. I just think how I view relationships has changed a lot. Mm. In term in the past couple of years, because I used to have a very like conservative view of relationships. Like, you know, you you you're with this person, y'all go through thick and thin together, and y'all should go out of your way to stay together, regardless of what happened. And primarily that comes from the fact that, you know, I come from of a, a family of divorce. You know, both of my parents got divorced when I was at a young age, but them niggas didn't like each other. Since I I know them (laughs) That will fuck up your mental As far as like the whole like Marriage thing Like Mm -hmm. completely That will like destroy your shit And throw it in the trash Cause it's funny Cause a lot of people who come from Parents who are divorced Either feel how I feel about marriage Or feel how you feel about marriage Like they're either Very gun-ho about the shit Or they're very like Nah I'm straight I don't want none of that shit Yeah Um, that's true That's true I completely agree with you Cause I've met the mixed bag of like People who feel like me and then other people where they feel like they're really strong about it. I'm like, damn, like, but I give the people who feel strong about it a lot of props because you still like, you still have like that faith and that, that, that willingness to do it, even though you saw like, I don't want to say a failed result, but like some a result that wasn't as positive that might you think make, have you think otherwise. But that's, that's what I was trying to get to that. I, I view shit differently. I don't view divorce as a failure is more so of just like, hey, these two people, for whatever reason, you know, it just didn't work out. Either someone cheated, they grew apart, they changed, whatever, you know, it just didn't work out. And, you know, no longer having that fear of like, damn, what if I end up getting divorced too, has definitely made my relationship a lot easier. Like I've got, I've, I've literally feel like I have less pressure on myself of trying to be like the perfect boyfriend and eventually be the perfect husband. It's because like, yo, people is human. You know what I'm saying? Like shit happens. Um, you can't, you can't blame yourself for a relationship that doesn't last forever. You know what I'm saying? I, I, to keep it a stack with you. Sometimes I wonder if like, yo, as human beings, are we capable of, being in a relationship forever not i i do feel like you can love someone forever right mm-hmm. but just because you love someone doesn't mean you should be in a relationship with them absolutely yeah and like a lot of people don't understand that like yeah, how no. could you how could you love them and not want to be in a relationship with them it's because like i love them because you know they've made me feel this way or they've been there for me or just you know that's just my person like where you know when i think of well, you know, I want to talk about my feelings or some kind of great achievement happened in my life. And I want to share with someone I, I think of that person. And, and, you know, and like love is a very complex emotion. 
But just because I love them doesn't necessarily mean our relationship is healthy or strong. There's a lot of people who, you know, are in toxic relationships and there's a lot of love in it. There's a lot of love in it. It's just both parties or one party has some shit they got to work out and they're and they're in a toxic entanglement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hate that goddamn word so much. It's, it, I hate it because like it is what it is, but like it also does a, a somewhat decent job of explaining like the situation as well. Cause it's like, it's similar to like a situation shit, but I feel like it's more of a, like a serious ish ish type of term to where like it, it just, it, it's not as vague. No, I, I think it's pretty vague, bro. I mean, to me, it doesn't feel as vague, but, but to, to, to each his own as like the breaking down of entire. All right. So let me, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Do you think there's a difference between situationships, entanglements, and uh, friends with benefits and open relationships? Yes. I feel like uh, I'm going to have to go through like each one mm-hmm. because. All right. So we're going to start with, the, let's start with friends with benefits. Friends with benefits is just like people who are friends and they fuck. <laughs> but uh, that was such but, a basic definition. No, like he got so like, cause <laughs> I'm looking at you. You got your little deep pose. Like anytime Temple about to say something deep, he does his little pose thing, and it's so funny. So he did a little pose thing. Something he's gonna say some like some deep shit. This nigga was like, friends with benefits are friends who fuck. Like nigga, we knew that. Like everybody knew that shit already. Like, <laughs> like, like what? <laughs> Why are you acting like that's a deep statement, my nigga? Like, <laughs> that's like me saying a marriage is when two people are in a relationship forever, or at least until divorce. I think it's gonna be like, yes, that's exactly what a marriage is. <laughs> I know I got some head nods in the crowd with that one, bro. <laughs> they were like, yeah, no, no, he's absolutely correct, <laughs> bro, man. All right, I feel entanglement is a little different from that because I feel like the love for an entanglement is a little like more complex than friends with benefits. Yes. And let let me explain what I mean. Let me explain what I mean. And I'm using friends with benefits because like, I feel like situationship is like somewhat close to entanglement. So I would kind of, I low key lump them pretty much together. And then people were like, they pretty much damn near mean the same thing. And I I kind of feel, I feel that way too so i'm gonna mostly use friends with benefits and entanglements and then i could go to open relationships because that's completely different in my mind i feel like an entanglement is like like the like almost like the situation we painted to where like you love this person like like you need to get to here well that's off the screen for you you need to get to like here (laughs) and then like but like you're here but nothing you do can get you here but like you, you, you're deep within it enough to get to here. Tempo, I'm gonna remind you that even though I can see you, people who are listening to the guy that podcast cannot see your hands, bro. <laughs> Yo, that's very true. I, I, <laughs> bro, I, I realize how like as soon as I finish, I'm like, damn, I'm talking to KJ and only KJ with this one. <laughs> podcast in 101, niggas. Uh, Think of your goddamn audience. All right, all right, my fault, y'all. My fault, y'all. Um, all right, let me start that over. Fuck around, delete that shit. Nope, that's staying right in the podcast. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right, so, like, entanglements is where you, I feel like you can get to a certain point of love, but you can't get to, like, like, 
let me use it as this. Like, I'm going to use baseball as an example. Like, you could start the game pitching, and then you could pitch through, like, the whole game, but you get to, like, the ninth inning and can't finish in the ninth inning. And, like, I feel like friends with benefits, you could be, like, pretty much anywhere. You're just – y'all are just fucking. But, like – Wait, 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 hold on. You just described a relationship, though. No, 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 no. But the ninth yes, inning you- is the the ending of the game is the relationship, though. Like, the ninth inning is the relationship. But you can say the same thing about relationships, though. You can say the same thing, like, you go through all eight, all all the innings, but the last one, which would be marriage, and you, that shit don't, you know what I'm saying? So are you, are you saying, like, the entanglement is, like, the precursor to the relationship? Is that what you're trying to say? In In a way, yes. Yeah, yeah, that's essentially more of what I'm saying than, like, but see, I, I just, disagree with you, though. I, I, I feel like it's a stage more than it is, like, more so I'm taking away, like, the title term from it and just putting it as, like, a stage you can get to in a relationship. No, but, okay, but here's my thing, right? And I'm going off of the definition of what Jada said in Entanglement <laughs> is, right? Because she's no, the one who coined the word, right? Yeah, no, she made the shit up. Her and her and August were in a relationship. Like, they were in a, a well, not public, but they were in a, a relationship where this man got hurt when she left well yeah when she left mm. excuse me so i would say oh entanglement is like the the combination like the you know in dragon ball z when they do like a little fusion dance shit yeah it's the it's the few it's the the final form of if a relationship and a situationship were to do the little fusion dance shit and make an entanglement mm. So I, I, I feel like you can be in a relationship and and an entanglement because like I like I I just feel like entire the entanglement I the way I view it the way I break it down it's like a stage like it's a stage of like damn I like I love you I know you love me back but it's like there's something missing like you know how like people put hella seasoning on their food but there's something missing yeah I get what you're saying I get what you're saying right but here's my <clears throat> Here's my thing, right? So with with entanglement, I think honestly, this is how I view entanglements, and I think a lot of people might agree with me on this. Mm-hmm. Entanglements is more so of like those kind of like I said like like four times. <laughs> no, you good, bro. <laughs> um, entanglements is I would say like the rebound, the rebound relationship, or not not even like a rebound relationship. That relationship that you're only in to make yourself feel better or you're only in that relationship for yourself you know what i'm saying like not saying like you're you're not doing anything for your partner or for whoever you're with or whatever but the reason behind the relationship and the driving force behind this relationship this entanglement is your own benefit like your own whatever like whatever you can get out of it mm-hmm. like perfect like literally with with jada and august she was only in it because she wanted to feel good like she wanted to feel wanted she she wanted to feel you know needed because you know her and will were on the cusp of being over she was probably super sad about that shit and she needed someone to make her feel loved you know what i'm saying I think me personally, that's what I think an entanglement is. It's more so of like, hey, yes, we're in a relationship, but I'm not 110% emotionally 
dedicated and invested into this relationship as much as you are. So let's put it in like simpler terms. You, Tempo, you're dating Jane, right? And Jane. Yeah, just like, I don't know what you want your date to what what you want her name to be. I was gonna say something else, but continue with Jane. Like, I, what I don't were you about to say? No, 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 no. What were you about to say? I wasn't about to say a name. I was just gonna say a little bit something more like ethnic, but but Jane could be like any. Okay, her name Keisha. <laughs> you should have seen the way he rolled his eyes, folks. <laughs> oh my god! Hi, first of all, Jane could be black. Okay. <laughs> I didn't say you date a white chick named uh, Jade. I, I just said you dating Jade. Listen, if we look at the stats, uh, never mind. We're not going to go oh into this. Just, just continue God. with the because we're digressing. <laughs> continue. Anyway, any. Oh, first of all, that's not even true because like look at the name Stacy. I know mad black Stacys compared to white Stacys. I don't know one black Stacy, so I don't know who you. Oh, bro, that's kind of crazy because I've only met black Stacys. Are you serious? I've never, yeah, I've, not, I, I've never met a white Stacy. It's crazy because I've never, I've never met anybody named Stacy. So maybe that's why. Like, oh, okay, nigga, <laughs> then you don't have a foot in this race. What the hell? <laughs> you haven't met a Stacy before? What the? <laughs> I hate you, bro. I hate you. <laughs> anyway, you're dating a girl named Jane, right? Mm-hmm. Jane is very invested in this relationship. In Jane's mind, this is endgame kind of relationship. Like she, she envisions herself you know being married to you Mm -hmm. in your mind y'all just dating like y'all you like you're you you care about her you don't necessarily love her but you got love for her that makes any sense Mm -hmm. and i think it's like it's a little bit in terms of the emotional investment on your part it's more than just oh i'm just only in it for the coochie but it's less than i'm in love with this girl it's that weird in between of I'm in it for the fucking and I'm and I'm in it because I love her. Mm-hmm. Like I think this is the this is gonna sound so like middle schoolish, but you like like her, but you don't like 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 her. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I definitely I, I get what you're saying. It makes sense. Yeah. Um, whereas like a situation ship, that's just a hot ass mess. <laughs> situation ships are just hot. It's just yeah, to me, like yeah, that's a little bit like they're just similar. But there's a lot le- there's like I feel like somebody's well I almost did it again. I feel like somebody's at like a eighty in a situation while the other person's at like ten. I wouldn't say ten. Like I definitely say eighty and then maybe like fifty forty. I was gonna give that for like an entanglement almost. Actually I was oh, gonna give like an eighty sixty. I was my gonna bad. do like 80, I was, 60 I was thinking entanglement. I wasn't thinking about situationship. Yeah, situationship. Well, okay, the thing with situationships is the only way a situation ship is, is successful is, is if that you, they're not is if you both have <laughs> no, open kidding. communication so i have never i've never come across anyone who's been in a situation ship and that shit ended well but i do think it's possible <laughs> you just have to be honest about what you want like perfect example is like i'm gonna use you and jane or mm. keisha whoever the hell you want to date <laughs> there we go uh happy media that sounds disgusting that is not a pretty name at all Keisha it, it, Jane. Listen, bro. We're using wait this as an example. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You want to date a female KJ? Should no, I be concerned, bro? No, you trying to say something was, to me, dog? No. Well, no bro. <laughs> now, now her name is nothing. Now she doesn't have a name. <laughs> what you did there? 
See, if you just left her name, the goddamn Jane wouldn't be here. We would have moved on. <laughs> but I don't know how we even We'd got have had this, this conversation. Point. You want to be goddamn, I don't even know, it's not racist. I guess bias against Western names. <laughs> it was just, Jane was so plain. She plain Jane, but she got, she got a big old booty. I, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, once again, we're digressing. <laughs> but that, I feel like that was God. Like, bro, like, oh, you want to be stupid, huh? Well, I'm about to just <laughs> yourself right into stupidity. I remember the fuck I was trying to say, dog. <laughs> I don't even remember what the hell I was trying to say. I hate you, man. <laughs> you this goddamn Keisha Jane. That's such a terrible name. Oh listen, God. if you listen to this podcast, do not name your daughter no goddamn Keisha Jane. They don't even sound right. Like, they don't even roll off the tongue properly. Bro, you can name her Keisha. Don't, try not Jane because, like, I don't have anything against the name. It's just kind of plain. Like, plain Jane, like, that's why that's a thing because it's just Jane is plain. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, no, Keisha's fine. Um. <laughs> Oh, some about situation shifts. There we go. So if you if you and plain Jane are dating, right? Or not dating, y'all in a situation ship, and you are only in it for the pooms, you only in it for the coochie, but in her head it's like y'all are in that like talking phase right before you enter a relationship. And you know, that is never communicated to either or like you think like, yo, I'm I'm just I'm just pretty much a booty call, like a reoccurring booty call. And in her mind it's like, no you're not my boyfriend, but we're exclusive. And you're like, uh, no, there's a, I, cause I got Keisha. <laughs> I got Michelle and I got another Jane in my phone right now. <laughs> you just a Thursday. I, I got Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday lined up already. <laughs> and because you guys didn't communicate. <laughs> oh my God. Listen, y'all, I want y'all to know how much I hate Tempo. <laughs> I know y'all think we best friends, and we are, but I hate this man with a burning passion, dog. Um, back to what the fuck I was trying to say. If you, if the two of you don't communicate exactly what you want out of this situation, ship, yeah, it turns into a hot mess because now Jane's tight because she out here being exclusive and only messing with you, and you like, mm, well, we never said that we were exclusive, so I, I just assumed we weren't. So just just be honest. Like if you if you if you know you're in a situation and you're not exactly sure what the other person wants or is seeing in the situation, just ask like, hey, what do you what how what do you think of us? Like what do you what do you see us as? Right. And I know like mad dudes are like, oh God, here goes the question. <laughs> what are we? They probably saying that now, like KJ, why the fuck did you put that shit in there? <laughs> But bro, it makes life so much easier. No, there communication plenty, makes makes life so much easier, bro. Like, there are plenty of women, plenty of women who are cool with just, you know, we bump nasties every so often and that's it. But you have to communicate with that with them because a lot of times the reason why they get so tight is because they get emotionally uh, invested and attached to your ass and you're like, oh, I thought we were just fucking. And then they mad because it's like, bro, are you serious? Like we've been, we've been together for the past two months what the hell so yeah, makes sense. i know i know that conversation is going to be awkward but you, you don't even have to ask what are we you can literally just be saying you can literally just go up to her or him or them hey we've been you know together ish to get for about a month a couple of weeks a day whatever however long the time is and 
I just want to tell you exactly how I envision this kind of relationship and what I am, you know, hoping to get out of it. And I just want to let you know this is how I see it. And, you know, you can tell me how you feel. and We have a discussion about it because I, the reason why I'm doing this, not to be an asshole, I just want to let you know exactly. I want to be transparent. I want to be as transparent as possible because I don't want, you know, two months, three months down the line. And I think, hey, we're this. And you think, hey, no, we're that. And then we finally, you know, have this conversation when it's too late. And now we're both in our feelings. And if, if he or she gets mad about, you know, how you view this kind of relationship, it's better that, you know, they get tight and y'all stop doing whatever the hell y'all are doing now than three, four months from now, y'all get into this big old blowout. And I don't care how good the coochie or the dick is. Bro, nothing is better than peace of mind, okay? There is no drug. There is no coochie. There is no dick that is oh, better no. Then peace of mind. Pleasure of mind. Me slapping <laughs> sometimes. No cap. Y'all don't listen to Tempo's horny ass, all right? Listen to me. <laughs> oh, bro, it's, not even, it's not even coming from that place. It's just, no, I, I do agree. I agree with KJ 100%. I'm not even going to pull the charade like I know. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't think with your private parts. Think with your head, okay? <laughs> just have the conversation. Another thing, too, is like, you have the conversation once. You know, it's awkward as hell, but you have the conversation once, but y'all know exactly what the hell y'all, what, what y'all, what y'all are. If y'all are just fuck buddies, then y'all are just fuck buddies. If y'all, if y'all are kind of, sort of in a relationship, but not really, because for whatever reason, you're waiting until the right time again to a relationship. That shit don't make no sense to me, but it happens. Um, that's fine. It happens. Oh, my bad. Did I, did I, did I step on your toes? My fault, no, no, my fault, no, no, my no. bad. No, you didn't really step on my toes. It's just like. I feel like the people who don't want a relationship, like, for the moment, get thrown into that category of, like, y'all niggas are just waiting for whatever reason. And, and but I it's more so it. just not, it's not waiting. It's just you don't want a relationship at the, at this time and point in your life. Like, you got a lot of other things to focus on. All right. All right. I understand what you're saying, right? But here's my thing. And I felt like this ever since, like, high school. Because I actually, I'm going to give you an example. I had two friends, right? I got to give them fake names. Their names are going to be uh, freaking Shaggy and Velma, right? I had two friends named Shaggy and Velma, right? Mm-hmm. And they were very obviously in a relationship, even though they were telling people that they weren't together. It was very obvious that they were together. Mm-hmm. And neither one of them wanted to be in a serious relationship because they had their own fucking reasons, but they were in a serious relationship. They were to- with each other. Even though there was no official title, they were together, right? Mm-hmm. Here's why I say... It makes no goddamn sense to just wait on the title because you are like, if if you're if you're with someone, right? Y'all talk all the goddamn time. Y'all text all the goddamn time. Y'all are exclusive. Y'all do normal couple shit. Guess what? Y'all are couple. I don't care if you haven't officially asked the person or you haven't been officially asked. Y'all are a couple. Because if y'all weren't a couple and that person were to sleep with somebody else or were to just you know start doing couple shit with somebody else and you got tight, then guess what? Y'all are a couple. Like, if you're doing couple shit and y'all have, like, couple arrangements, 
you're a couple. Y'all are in a relationship. And that's why I said before, I don't understand the whole, oh, I'm waiting until the right time to be in a relationship. My nigga, you is in a relationship already. You just want to wait <laughs> until the shit's official. But it already is goddamn official. Like, I understand you don't have the title, but my nigga, like, you doing boyfriend and girlfriend shit. Guess what? You a boyfriend and girlfriend. Like, <laughs> like what, what do you want from me? I, I, I feel... I, I'm gonna have to slightly disagree with you. Not even slightly. I'm gonna have to disagree. <laughs> but we can agree to disagree because I can see your point as well. Alright, but let me hear your side. It's just more so like like sometimes you get people who like 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 not wanting to be in a relationship doesn't stop you from meeting people that you find interest in. Okay. But so, Tempo, what I'm what I'm saying is, right, now that you're interested in this person, if if you and Jane right are always doing couple shit together right you ain't talking to nobody else she ain't talking to nobody else y'all go on dates y'all bumping nasties y'all do all the little cute little cupcake phase honeymoon phase tom fuckery and you know y'all y'all do couple shit but you know you haven't asked her out or she hasn't asked you out or whatever guess what my nigga using a relationship y'all y'all are together mm. Like I get what you're saying. Like I'm not saying it's there's there's something wrong with waiting to be in a relationship, but if you're waiting to be in a relationship, then wait. Don't be in a a what the fuck. <laughs> but, but it is a relationship, but it's it's a what the fuck. <laughs> and to holler, I'm waiting for a relationship. You're you're not waiting for a relationship. You're just afraid of commitment. That's what that's what the real thing is. But you're already committed. Like I I feel like. What I'm trying to convey is that you make people, yeah, no, nah, you make sense though. Like, I, I, yeah. now that you explained it like that, like, it makes more sense. So, long story short, is if you're like, if you're, if you're like the example that I just gave and you're in a situation, air quotations, and the reason why you're not in a real relationship is because you're low key or high key afraid of commitment, guess what? You've already committed to somebody, they might leave, and guess what? That's okay. You're gonna be fine. You still the same bad bitch you was before. You still the same hot nigga slash hot girl you was before. You'll be okay. So stop being afraid of commitment and just be together with the person. Obviously, you like them enough to to be in a fake relationship, even though that shit ain't fake. <laughs> so just be in the goddamn relationship. Like, stop wasting each other's time. <laughs> And the only reason why I feel so, like, intensely about that is because I have had to give so much advice to people on this situation because they're like, oh, you know, I'm with Tim, and Tim is really fucking with me, and I'm really fucking with Tim, and we only talk to each other, and I trust him. But I'm just scared to be in a relationship. Ah, look at you like, come on, sis. You and Tim is in a goddamn relationship. Stop being dumb and just... Be that man's girlfriend and shut the hell up. Yeah, I can see that. That's all I got to say. That's all I got to say. Stop being a little bitches then. <laughs> Commit. <laughs> Temple did not approve of what I just said. But no, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> no, but I get what you're saying. Like, you are essentially wasting your time and their time as well. But Because uh, at yeah. the end of the day, it's like, what are you afraid of? You're already in the thing that you're afraid of. And you already fucked with them enough to get to that point. So it's like... What else is really holding you back? Yeah, because that's like that's like you're afraid of the dark, but you sleep at you sleep in the dark. 
Like, that don't make no sense. Like, how are you afraid of the dark, but you sleep in the dark? That don't make no goddamn sense. It's like, at the end of the day, what are you afraid of? If you can sleep in the shit, you should be able to handle it. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So it's the same thing. Just, I know you're, I know you're afraid. And you probably have a great reason as to why you're afraid of commitment. But guess what? You've already committed to this person. Whether it was officially or unofficially, y'all are committed to each other. Now, if you if that's you true. and this person are just friends who tend to bump nasties, that's different. Y'all are in a, a friend, a, a friend with benefit relationship. But that's not it. I think I think the thing that separates friends with benefits and like situationship slash entanglements is feelings. Like, it, 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 yeah, you're right. Really just it's really just feelings. Like. If if you feel like you're like fucking someone and you love them, like nigga, that ain't that ain't friends with benefits. <laughs> I'm sure sorry, ain't. cause that's like y'all not friends at that point. And especially if the other person feels the same way, y'all most definitely pass. Like y'all are not friends. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I was trying to say. Like if y'all got relationship feelings, y'all doing relationship shit, but you're like, oh, I'm afraid of being in a relationship. Nigga, you's in a relationship. What the fuck are you talking about? You're already in one. You're already in one. So it's just, just like I said before, stop being a little bitch and commit. <laughs> that's that's the saying for this episode. Stop being a little bitch and commit. That should be the title too. <laughs> I don't think Apple's gonna let me title this. Shit. Yeah, I, I don't think they would title, let you title this. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, do you have anything else to say about? My original question was about proposals, but we ended up talking about entanglement situations. Bro, I feel like this is like the third week we've somehow just managed to get entangled in talking about entanglements. So like <laughs> the next next week I'm asking a question that has nothing to do with your shit. Like that can't even digress into talking about entanglements. Like I'm gonna ask you like why your leaves green. Like I I'm <laughs> I don't know, nigga. <laughs> because they're entangled in the season of fall. Bro, watch like some stupid shit like that. <laughs> now we'll go out of my way to talk about entanglements next week. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, man. All oh. right. So that is the end of the bro talk. Let's go into the Apollo bro playlist. My two songs for this week is Beef Flow Mix by Flo Millie. I don't know if you listened to her new album that she dropped on Friday, I believe. Yo, it's so good. I, I've never listened to Flo Millie beforehand, but everyone was talking about it on Twitter. And, you know, it was on my recommended on Spotify. So, I was like, all right, let me give it a shot. And, yo, that album slaps, bro. Like, I, I fuck with that album a lot. There are a couple songs that I'm kind of, like, meh about. But for mm. the most part, I, I fuck with that album. Her, what was it? Ho, Why Are You Here? I think that's the name of the, the album. Let me double check. I can say that a lot. Like, just the title, like, that shit, I feel like that applies to life a lot. It's very deep. It's very conscious. <laughs> yeah, nigga. Ho, why is you here? Like, I, I feel like I asked that question, like, even to myself at times. Like, <laughs> like I'll be in my house, like, oh, why are you here? It's like when you ever get so drunk and go to the bathroom, you look in the mirror, and it's like, ho. Why is you here? Why the fuck is you so drunk? Bro, I thought, I'm so glad, like, everybody has that experience. Because for a minute, like, especially when I first actually started drinking, at the mm-hmm. at the wonderful age of 18, because, you know, we didn't underage drink at all. Oh, um, I didn't. I can say that without bullshitting. I did not. <laughs> 
All right. So to get to the story of like, <laughs> so yeah, now nah, niggas was yeah, just looking in the mirror. I thought it was a thing when like you look at yourself and like you laugh a little bit, like, hey, you're fucked up. Like you're looking at yourself from like another dimension and you, you meet yourself in the mirror and it's like, hey, you're fucked up. Yeah, you're fucked up too. Like, yeah, like it's all, it's like an own like mini party <laughs> within the party. Like, like it's a monologue within that you being at the party. You know, you're drunk. And I know you've done this tempo when you do the 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 lean the when you about to pee <laughs> you done the lean the little tilt forward because <laughs> you can't I've, stand straight. Bro, I've tilted forward, backwards, sideways. <laughs> like, bro, I remember one time I was at a party and I was so gone, bro. Like I was walking like sideways on the wall. Like I had used the wall as support while walking. And mind you, I got up and downstairs like like without falling or busting my ass. But there was another time where I went to a party, like I was completely sober, got to the bottom of the stairs, said, what's good, everybody, and ate shit. Like, <laughs> like it was like I had socks on, and it, like, but I didn't, like, I had full grip shoes on and like bust <laughs> legs in the air, bust my ass. But that was, that's a whole different thing, bro. I have so many party stories, like I could go on forever. But yeah, I I definitely, those moments are very... I miss them somewhat, but I'm also like older. So like getting getting drunk, like it's a once in a while Shut thing. The hell up. Bro, no, but like, bro, you don't you don't you don't have that feeling with like you just be like, damn, like, do I want to do this to myself? No, not at all. Maybe well, probably because just... probably because I don't drink that often, but I mean I, I don't drink that I don't drink that often. It's just like I'm an old man, I guess now. So nigga, you're 22, bro. What the fuck yeah. are you talking about? I don't know, bro. Like like I don't know, bro. Just just let's go on with the show before we go on another tangent of what the fuck. <laughs> okay. Anyway, my second my second song is uh, "Perfect" by Logic. Do you listen to the? Did you listen yes. to his? I listened to that song. I listened to a few songs off of it, but I do like that song. Like, yeah, that song's really good. How you feel about the album? I have to listen to it more after like. You know me, like I'll be I'll be going through shit for a break, like until I say something about it, I'll, unless it hits me like right like immediately when i hit it mm-hmm. like i'll be i'll be doing like a whole analysis and there's still, still some songs i haven't listened to so to give like a whole like fair review of it i want to listen to the whole album and really like dig into it i gotta how do you say, feel how do you feel about it so there's a couple songs that slap <laughs> and then there's that some no- songs that are like man and there's some songs that are just like what the fuck like it's a very uh, it's not a strong album to to retire on. That's all I'm gonna say. Like it's not a it's not a trash album, but it's not an album that's strong enough to retire on. I really want to know what happened after. I think Logic's last like really good. I don't know. It, you can go Bobby Tarantino. It depends on how you really feel about that. But mm-hmm. I feel like from my from my standpoint, I feel like the Incredible True Story was his last good album. I would have to agree with you, bro. I would have to agree with you. Actually, no. Um, the shit he did where the one the album, what was it called? It was like with the Last Supper, not the Last Supper. It was like that religious one. It wasn't the this album wasn't religious, but the cover art was kind of biblical. Mm-hmm. What? It had the one eight hundred song on it. <clears throat> oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, everybody. Yeah, everybody. I actually didn't mind that album too badly. I I agree with you. His last like really good album was the incredible true story but i didn't mind everybody i thought everybody was okay i, I thought it was to me pretty good. that's where like he entered like super trash him 
like Ooh. super trash stardom was everybody. Ooh. Like Bob and Tarantino, it was like mm, depends on like what type of music you like and how you feel uh about it. But like everybody is where he solidified his trashness. Like for me. God damn. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. No, because he could have went up or down, and that nigga went and fell off an escalator into like a, a vacuum of black hole of God. And I was like, God oh. damn. It's damn. just, it's because the reason I feel I get so upset with logic is because Under Pressure, and even the incredible true story, Under Pressure is like one of my favorite albums of all time. And the incredible, it's not, not on that same level, but the Under Pressure is up there for me as far as oh, I'm saying. So it's just like going from that to other garbaggio and it's just upsetting for me as someone who likes music. I think because under and pressure logic. I think under pressure was had a very solidified sound whereas like this album no pressure it was kind of a little bit all over the place honestly. Yo, Logic fucked up. Logic should have never touched trap like he did. He should have left that shit alone. He didn't like that like, like, yeah, no, that's when he started fucking up to me was like when he really got into using trap beats and started using selecting trap beats to make songs with like mm-hmm. his 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 real like bread and butter was boom bap. Even he knew that because he said it. he was like, oh, we back to the boom bap and one of his songs like on a later ish like album. And after that, and even on that song, bro, even with that song, I fuck with that one song. And I'm like, damn, bro, why Why did you feel like, I mean, you're trying to be like versatile, but if you got a bread and butter, somewhat, if you're that type of artist, you got to stick to it. Like, like, not everybody can be like Cole or Kendrick where you can hop on damn near every everything and like just destroy that shit. Yeah, like Drake. That's how you feel about Drake. Drake is very versatile. He can hop yeah, on that nigga, that nigga is very, pretty much anything. This nigga is trying to hop on like... Arabian like style instrumentals. Is it was it good? Not really, but like he will try. Wait, what song? It Greece? was it was like it was a snippet of Greece, right? The song Greece. Really? That's what that that was the actual like release song. I didn't know the song. The was shit that he do. The shit that he do with uh, uh, DJ Khaled. Is that what you talking about? I guess I'm guessing that's what it is because I didn't. It's a, it's good. I mean, uh, if it's a song that you're talking about. If, if we're talking about the same song, it's good. I like it. I actually have it on my my playlist. I'm gonna I'm gonna bump that and see if it's the same song. Because if it was the same song, like I want to hear like the full version of the song. Maybe it was just a snippet that had it fucked up a little bit. But we're not doing anything in Arabic in that song. So maybe you maybe we're talking about two different songs. Let me hmm. anyway, bro. What's your what's your two songs? All right, my two <clears> songs. <throat> hold on. One is a pop smoke song. I get add a shit ton of pop smoke songs on this list. But I'm gonna say I'm this week I'm gonna say backseat pop smoke featuring PMB rock. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy because I like PMB rock a lot. And I was curious why what this song was gonna sound like. That's why I didn't listen to it because I didn't want to be disappointed. So I skipped I would skip the song for a few, but now nah, once I listen to it, I'm like, yeah, nah, I really fuck with this because it's like a calmer, like laid backish kind of song. But it's like you can hear like both of their influences influences on the song, and I really like that pairing. And then, bro, I'm gonna say I don't know how you're gonna take this, but yeah, no, a nigga has been bumping uh, uh some K-pop, bro. I had to give it like some K-pop and K-hip hop. Like I had to give it a chance, bro. You already you already know the type of person I am. I will uh, give it a chance. I I, I don't know. There was this. I went to a Korean barbecue joint before covid and there was this one song and i don't know how it goes like I, i'm not even gonna attempt to try and sing it because i don't know korean like that um but it was good i i i, I wouldn't say i fucks with k-pop but i don't i'm not mad at it though it's pretty good 
There were there were like there are select artists that I fuck with and like with their sound. I, I feel like I'm more on like the hip hop side because mm-hmm. makes. Sense. I really fuck with French hip hop. Like I don't know no artists. I don't I don't know no damn songs. But I was watching this one show on Netflix called Mort, Mort Mortels, mm-hmm. and they had like a lot of French hip hop in on the soundtrack. And yo, it sounded so good, bro. Like, I don't know what the fuck they were saying, but yo, that shit hit. Yeah, no, nah, bro. There was another French song that that was like French hip hop. That shit slapped. I was like, oh, nah, oh, nah, oh, nah. Like, I looked it up. I don't even, I don't remember if I saved it or not, but I looked it up and, like, I was like, oh, what the fuck is this? Yeah. But, what's um, your, what's your other song, bro? I'm going to say Boss. Well, it's B O S S. There's a bunch of Korean artists on the song. The first one is named Yamo, and then there's Dean, and then there's Doc 2. I'm going to say Doc 2. Actually, those are the three artists on the song. But, yeah, no, nah, I like, I like, the song i like the styles they pick i like the flows they pick for the song a lot actually then like i like it i like the beat for the song a lot of the beats do kind of slap but um a lot of black people are k-pop fans like i didn't realize how like i don't know why i just i, I guess I, this is kind of a little fucked up but i just assumed that the k-pop stands would just be mainly like white girls but no it's actually a lot of k-pop stands i don't know percentage wise but a lot of k-pop stands are black mm-hmm. i know i know i realized that too do you have any announcements bro i can announce that i am on a creative block and like it's a block to where like i don't even know at this point <laughs> niggas just <laughs> like just just still trying at <laughs> at this point but you know it, it happens i've been at this point before at one time and then like i just kind of you just kind of break through it eventually it just yeah, even like popular artists go through shit like this, so it's not like anything crazy. But it, I, that's what I'm at right now. So uh, it might be a minute before y'all see something. It might not. Who knows? Like I can break through the shit tomorrow. Who knows? So I am not having the same issue. I was. I was texting Tempo last week after the show because I was supposed to do a pre-write for my next video, but I was like blanking. So, but I finally have an idea. I started doing the pre-write today. I am going to try my hardest to drop a video this Friday. I knew I was supposed to drop it last week, but my last week was just insane. There were so many things that happened, not directly in my life, but just I had to help a lot of people handle some shit, some like seriously crazy shit. And, you know, I had to, I had to push off a little, I had to push off some YouTube stuff, but I'm trying to stay dedicated, y'all. I'm trying to get to 100 subs before I hit the age of 24. And yeah, so yeah, definitely, definitely look out. Be on the lookout for a video on Friday. Thank you for all the love for the last video, by the way. I appreciate all the text messages, all the comments. You know, means a lot to your boy. You feel me? It helps me stay motivated. And yeah, that's pretty much all I have to say. And you know, while y'all wait, bumper. Bump the the other things I released, you know, the, I dropped the song recently. So, yeah, bump that. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. You know KJ's at for Instagram, at Twitter, KJ Majority. For all yes. of it. Instagram, TikTok, uh, Twitter, YouTube. It's all KJ Majority. And if you can't spell that, it's, K, it's literally the letters KJ Major and then I-T-Y. So, now you know how to spell it if you didn't know. My ads for every, pretty much everything is... Actually, for everything is T the number three M underscore P O or tempo, but just spell 
definitely. But that that's that's it. Fine, just look us up, follow us, enjoy the content, and um, enjoy the podcast too. Yeah, and tell your friends, man. Tell your friends, tell your family, all that good shit. Absolutely. And with that being said, we'll see you guys next week for episode 29. All right, peace out.